Today on Cartoon Court, we're going to see with the complainant and the defendant come together to see who exactly is going to win this case. Here on the line with. Let me out. <laughs> Hey, what's going on, folks? There's Far, there's Too Far, and then there's us, the Tad Too Far. We take a couple of ideas to smash them up together and uh, see exactly what's going to come out the rubble so we could possibly sell the pieces. My name is Trick. I am here with my lovely co-host, Taj. Uh huh. Judge Taj. Judge Taj. Hey. Your co-host, Your Honor. And, and then uh, we have our lovely co-host by the name of Darren. Yo. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be uh the, the security guard on the side that says I'll <laughs> take you to jail. All right. Right? Yeah. Knock him up and throw away the key. <laughs> so what we're talking about, people, I just wanna let y'all know in a little bit of a secret. Uh this one's gonna be a little bit of a different approach from what we normally do. Normally we take two ideas and smash them up together and, and and see how they would actually work cohesively. In this situation, we're not doing that. We're completely breaking the mold in that aspect, and we're gonna be debating what is the mecca of childhoods everywhere. And we're talking about cartoons. We're not talking about anime, we're not talking about adult-driven cartoons here. Say we are talking about pure at its heart, fun, all ages included cartoons but not just any cartoons we're going to be discussing cartoons of new that are out here today that everybody seems to be liking and falling in love with compared to the cartoons of old ones that are of, of older generation that may have a little bit more weight in order to hold but we're going to find out exactly which is better all right and when i say better we're going to be taking one old school one new school we're going to have them go out in an all-out battle royale and see which one is going to come on top from debate so, with that being said, we've got our lovely co-host, Darren, who's going to be uh, pitching his two ideas of what he thinks these cartoons would come to mind. And when I say come to mind, what I'm actually meaning is who's going to get inside the ring, who's going to come out of bloody mess, and who's going to be holding the belt up high. That's <laughs> what we're looking at. We're looking for SummerSlam here, Darren. SummerSlam. Let's play. <laughs> All right, here's a body slam. All right. So my should I start with the old one or the new one? Prefer. Uh, Go with the new one. Yeah. So my new my new one is Paw Patrol. Now I'm sure this doesn't hit all demographics for children, but to younger demographics, it's a cult sensation. Right. Um you have primarily five puppy five pups. Six. Six pups Six. on there. Yeah. Yes. You got uh, what? Marshall. You got Chase. You got Sky. You got Zuma. You got Rubble. Uh, Rocky. Um, Rocky. Uh, right. And they all have a little individual thing they can do. For example, uh, Rubble can move things with his dump truck and things like that. Uh, Sky can fly and see things over to there. Right. Anyway, they all start out with a kind of a 
playing like little pups with, with their dog or their owner or whatever uh, he is, and they're all playing. Rider. Uh, rider uh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, someone in the town has a problem. It could be uh, Chicoletta has disappeared. Which, which it, it could be whatever it could be. Right. So they always call Ryder, and Ryder, when he's right by the pups, hits a button and says, Paw Patrol, to the whatever thing he's calling it. Lighthouse. <laughs> Lighthouse. He's called it uh, different things I've heard. Anyway, what I always find it funny is, Ryder needs us. Like, they're acting like they're far away, but anyway, they always come up, and Marshall's always the clumsy one, and always, you know, usually... Falls into him and stumbles into him and all. They make he makes a joke, which usually is pretty funny. Uh, he's a little funny uh, joke, and then they they ride up and turn transform into their super uh, characters, and then Ryder will choose usually two pups, but halfway through the thing, he realizes he needs uh, two more. In Extreme Ventures, he calls them all, but usually it's just two at, at a time, and then followed by with one to two more later on the thing. Usually they go, like I said, to find what happened. For example, uh, Mayor Goodwin, was it? Goodway. Um, yeah. <laughs> Goodway uh, huh? fell into a bunch of wax, and they thought she was a monster, and everyone's all panicking. And uh, <laughs> turns out, you know, basically she had wax. They had to discover this because they could hear the voice and all that stuff. Um, what it brings to kids, solving skills, uh, teamwork, uh, those are the type of attributes I think it would bring to the table. Uh, roughly about 880,000 people in the U.S. watched that show, right, or at least what I thought I saw on the rating, um, which isn't too high. Yet they have merchandise everywhere, and it seems like it'd have to be higher because little kids everywhere have it, and it seems like anywhere in the last uh, probably, what, six, eight, six, seven years, people, their kids have watched Paw Patrol. All right. So that's my part on Paw Patrol. The argument that I have against it, and then I'll tie it all together, is Scooby-Doo. We're keeping the canine there. Group. <laughs> anyway, uh, Scooby, Scooby-Doo. Adorable little dog, big dog, Great Dane. Um, kind of a pussy, <laughs> um, unless he has some Scooby snacks. But him and his uh, four uh, people will go solve a mystery. And unlike a town, a green goo or Chickaletta being missing, uh, right. it could be like a haunted horseman uh, playing ra- havoc on, on a town, scaring everyone away. Fred, being the leader, has to bring everyone together and solve clues. So that also brings in teamwork and brings in teamwork in problem solving. Right. That is a big phenomenon from the 80s. You will see even... It was actually from 1969 was the original cartoon, and it's still current. So that shows you right there. That's 50 over 50 years of a cartoon on the air. Um, I when I'm tying together, um, my thing is what I look at. I like Scooby Doo a little bit better because I think Scooby Doo, first of all, could just sit on all those pups and just squash them all in the down. Especially if he was offered a Scooby snack, he ain't, you know he ain't gonna mess with nothing. Scooby snacks gonna just dominate. Um, Two, you look at the what he brings to the the culture. I mean, who hasn't heard want a Scooby? Would you do it for a Scooby snack? And even it goes two Scooby snacks. Most people, can you say what Chase says or what Rubble says? So uh, Chase is on the case. Chase on the case on the double on the double. Yes, but you also have a child. <laughs> That's true. That watched the show. Exactly. 
So I, I look at it like this. I'm looking at it more like Scooby-Doo is going to dominate. That's, my, uh, that's who I'm presenting for, but you guys have to vote. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and play devil's advocate. Well, actually, no, Taj, I'm, I'm going to let you go. Play, yeah, I was going to play devil's advocate. Don't worry about the situation than I do, so I'm going to let you go first, and then I'll make my ultimate decision on what I'm going to do. I'll be the judge in this one. Okay. <laughs> so, so Scooby, I don't know. I'll let you know. Scooby never really hit hard for me. I know a lot of people love Scooby, and I know it's iconic, but I think some of it is... Um, I don't know. So here's my, my argument for, for Pod Patrol is kids are more likely to see themselves as one of the pups than they are to see themselves as Fred or Velma or Daphne. You know, the, the Scooby-Doo has good characters. I'll agree with that. I mean, but Pod Patrol, each one of those pups is unique and each has their own like weakness or what they're afraid of and stuff like that. The, the, the other thing is like, if you want to look outside the cartoon, It'd be hard to say. I mean, Scooby Doo has a lot of apparel wear, but doesn't have it a lot. Also of has a lot of cartoons. It has a lot of stuffed animals, a lot stuff of animals. figures. Yeah, but Paw Patrol just has as many toys and figures than Scooby Doo. I don't know. I've never heard of like original Scooby Doo action figure. <laughs> anyway. Well, those are some. Those are really a lot. Um, you know, give me a second. Go ahead and make your case, though. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, so. With so Nickelodeon has um because Nickelodeon does Paw Patrol, they have cartoons down to a science. <laughs> because you'll see when they they try and test out a new cartoon and you know, they'll last either a season or not or doesn't. But Paw Patrol, you know, has been it's lasted one of the longest of theirs. Um and, you know, I remember back when they the, the big thing was they were announcing a new pup, you know, and that's when they like introduce Tracker or introduce Everest, you know, and Everest is a big deal because there was, ne- you know, up until then it was all boy dogs and you know, Everest is the second girl dog to get added to the well, But Everest isn't even on there full time. I'm sure. That, that's the thing. Some of their characters, they don't even have full time. The originals, um, but they don't even have them on their full time. Right. Um, so... That's trying true. to try and get you the exact thing. Um, oh no, you're you're good. You're good. Keep on going. So this is what I will say on both behalves, right? On one hand, I see the iconic stature that is Scooby Doo. Um, I for the good points of Scooby Doo, this is what I will say. Scooby Doo not only brought mystery to the cartoon world where mystery really didn't exist to the extent that they brought it. I will also say that Scooby-Doo brought in celebrities um, to cartoons that normally celebrities would not be shown in cartoons as themselves. Um, That's a so, great point. So you did you did have that aspect brought into play. Also with Scooby-Doo, I will give them credit for um, not only giving you a self chance to think, but also not coming across as the um, heroic stature that you would expect everybody to see. Now, of course, um, you had that one character who was fighting to be the leader of the group. Um, and for the most part, he did that. But the real main characters of Scooby-Doo was Shaggy and Scooby. And it was the fact that their 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 cowardness came to a certain extent. Um, it was not all the way just flat out cowardice. It was uh, we're still going to go along with this, even though we really don't want to. 
But at the end, when everything was revealed and you took the mask off and you finally saw who was the actual villain versus being an actual ghost of a type of situation, um, you saw how they got the credit of being part of the game. So that that took from a, a psychological standpoint, say that you didn't have to be the strongest or the bravest or you didn't have to be the Freds or the or the Daphne's of the world in order to be a part of a, a, a group that could do good in the world. So got yeah, yeah, you didn't have to have that that macho stigmatism in order to be a part of a group in order to help people to do right. So that that hit in that heart. Now the bad parts of Scooby Doo. I will say the bad parts of Scooby Doo is the story was the stories were redundant. <laughs> um, you always knew that there was a case. You always knew, especially as you got older, that no matter how many ghosts or goblins or, or heads would pop up, none of them were actually ghosts. None of them were actually goblins. There were people who were wearing costumes and were doing it for dastardly deeds. Whether it was trying to get land, whether it was trying to get money, whether it was trying to to take over a, a hotel from somebody, there was always some kind of dirty deed behind the situation and everybody always said the same thing i never would have got caught if it wasn't for these meddling kids and <laughs> right. dog right with the dog and never really could talk you never really could understand but you understood the sounds <laughs> especially in the later versions of it but it, it was one of those situations where you always knew what the storyline was going to be right i think it was only one time where i think it was a scooby-doo movie where they actually flipped up the storyline where the group actually like essentially broke up because they couldn't solve a case or something went wrong with the case. And then at the end of the movie, they actually wound up getting back together. So that in itself is, is a bad note. The other thing about being a bad note is the same reason why I liked them for not always showing that heroicism. It's also the reason why I have to put it on the bad side because whereas Paw Patrol, and I'll get to them in a second, does have a heroic stance, Scooby-Doo, you never saw that much out of it unless it was a strategic or specific type situation. So can't really say kids growing up said Scooby-Doo was going to be their hero or they wanted to be like Scooby-Doo. <laughs> he most ran away from the creatures when he showed up. Um, let me get to the Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol is great for several reasons. Paw Patrol has not only characters that kids can identify with, but it also has uh, a storyline that the kids can follow along, which is we've got these dogs, they've got special abilities. Um, they're able to form together as a group, kind of like a miniature Voltron, and Voltron was made a dog. Right. But they, they know how to use they know how to use mechanical situations. Like they know how to fly, they know how to ride bikes, they know how to drive cars. Like these are not your average everyday pups. And in the situation at hand, um, they're using their stuff for good. And they're all trying to come across as heroic as could be. Sometimes, yeah, they get scared. But for the most part, they're there for the fight. Um, so then from a marketing standpoint, because they're all colorized, it kind of reminds you of a Power Ranger. So to speak. <laughs> you can identify them each from their, themselves, right? Right. Um, and and that works from a marketing standpoint because everybody can pick your favorite color and essentially you can pick your favorite pup. So that's okay. I think where where um Paw Patrol falls short is they really don't have a whole clear set cast of villains. Like they don't have like a super villain here say um what that caused havoc amongst the group. It, oh, not amongst the group. I mean, you have you have May, Mayor Foggy Bottom. <laughs> From right. bottom, but he's not really a villain. He just gets himself in the way because he's greedy. Exactly. Sure, but 
But then he has his kid in And then there. he always calls the Paw Patrol. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, how can you throw a rock and hide your hand? Like, how can you that one that's supposed to be the villain of the show and even your your name suggests that you should be a riding some gun and yet you're still, like, it's too perfect for the situation that's going on in their world. You have to have a villain to show what is right and what is wrong and how you can defend against the two. That's what you but gotcha. even to your gotcha. point, though, when you said Scooby Doo is the same thing, that's Paw Patrol too. They, well, they do the same well, thing. They get called for, uh, hey, this person Chickle has lost. Hey, Fa- Mayor Fa- Foggy Bottom uh, is inside a chocolate thing. He's lost. I mean, very similar things they get called for. It's not like it's like, okay, one day we're doing this, one day we're doing that, one day we're doing this. True. You look at the True. demographic though, like, that you're talking about and talking with. Scooby Scooby Doo had a lot of adult content, even for kids. Correct. Whereas Paw Patrol is more designed for the kid, and it has not as many um, adult aspects to it. So yes, yes, Paw Patrol, but Paw Patrol appeals to probably what ages three to six. Yes. Yeah, but, Scooby Doo okay. appeals to what? But here, here's okay. Going back, so going back to before we started recording, we we briefly talked about how. You know, cartoons back in the day was like a set time of the day on local channel and cable wasn't a factor. Like nobody had cable. So, um, you know, so everybody watched all the same cartoons because that's all there was at that set time. Whereas now, if you can afford cable, there's a 24 hour kids channel that you can watch. Um, or, but if you can't afford cable, there isn't cartoons for the, the masses out there, and and so what the, what I'm trying to say is that, and maybe it's just us as as uh, persons, or maybe it's the world in general. It, it feels to me more like the world in general. There is a lot more content. Content seems to be growing exponentially, you know, because you have old and you have new, and and it's there's there's so much of it, and that there's stuff that you're never ever going to hear of, you know, or, or that you may know of, but you'll never ever see. Whereas back then, because there was only six channels, everybody knew what Scooby-Doo was because that was one of the six choices to watch. But even right. kids today still know what Scooby-Doo is. True. So I would say this, the, the, the point that you're coming across is if you don't have cable, you still got YouTube, you still got other venues that you can go out and watch whole streams of not only Paw Patrol, but of Scooby-Doo and a whole nine. If I was going to come down to a final vote, just based on what was presented here and based on how it was presented, I would have to give the vote for Scooby-Doo. The reason why I give the vote for Scooby-Doo was based on one of the last statements, which uh, Paw Patrol was made for kids three to six, maybe seven at the most. Scooby-Doo, you could be five, six, seven, watch it, or you can be 10, 11, 12, 15, and watch it and still get the same nostalgia out of it. You can be 47 like me and watch it and still love you, love it. <laughs> I wasn't going to call you out. I was going to say 37, but it's all good. <laughs> oh, I'm 47. I, I, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say I'm 47. I was going to watch out of work. Eat, eat right. my lucky charms. Eat my charms. Hey, I'm not even putting with that. Um, so I will say the winner of this battle, in my mind, is going to be Scooby Doo. I know your odds are seeing with Scooby Doo. Taj, you're outvoted. Sorry, two to one. Done. I, I know it's it's fine. It's fine. So the gavel slows down. Case closed. Case closed. Uh, Scooby Doo advances. Scooby Doo advances. Yes, sir. <laughs> 
All right. Well, this has been a tad too far. Uh, please listen to the next five episodes, find out who the winners of those rounds are, and then we'll have a finalist and we'll see how far this takes it, but we're trying something different. You can find this on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, um, and on our website, tattoofar.com. That's T-A-D-T-O-F-A-R.com. Uh, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Bye. Well, uh, bye. You're not going to go. Did you use the school? <laughs> <laughs>